everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Show. I am your podcast host, Shay Patay. As you know, we try to hit on current subject matters that's happening in everyday lives. And one of the subjects, as we all know, that is very, very concerning is the pandemic in America, in the whole world. But right now, we're focusing on our community, which is America. So this is my first call-in interview, and I'm going to give my disclaimer up front. This is my sister. However, all my guests will be what we call subject matter experts. And when I say that, that means that either through worker education, they are very familiar with the subject, and or they have been a victim or participated in whatever the subject matter is. So with that being said, our subject today is the pandemic. And I am going to let my sister introduce herself to the guests. All right, introduce yourself, please. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. Um, my name is Brenda Fuller. Um, I, I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I've been born and raised here. Um, I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for 44 years. Um, currently retired due to some health issues, but, uh, uh, you know, it's a lot going on right now, and, I, and I'm feeling very passionate about a lot of things, and that doesn't seem to me that everyone's feeling like that. Um, I'm not sure where to begin with this. What do you say, Cher? Um, from the beginning, I mean, today I'm watching uh, the news, and a lot of people want that, but there are people in a black neighborhood where I live at, in a black community in Hollywood, in Pittsburgh, and I know that a lot of people here do not watch uh, nationwide news. They watch the local news, they can see what's happening around the corner, but they have no idea what's happening outside of Pennsylvania. They're not really interested, a lot of kids aren't interested in election, which is terrible, because they need to vote, we need to vote so desperately now. Because during this pandemic, look what's going on now. Um, just saw this morning that a little town in Texas called Donna, Texas, had 50 cases of corona, and as of the day, they had 500,000. That happened within a month. How did that happen? And there's no way to stop it. How do you let a man get on TV every day and tell lies and don't stop that? Tell people you don't need masks. You don't need to uh, social distance. I look at this craziness this weekend in South Dakota where they had the biker rally at. And it's like, oh, thousands of people just milling around the street, drinking, smoking, uh, in restaurants. You know, I've never seen nothing like it. In the middle of a pandemic where at, at this point, we have 163,000 people dead right now as I speak, and no one seems to care. Even in my own community, I look at the people milling around, bunched up in crowds, they don't have any masks on, there's no social distancing. I guess they think it's a joke, and this is a predominantly black neighborhood, and they don't understand the people that are dying are us. Black and Latinos, and Chinese people of color are dying by the thousands. And you're still not paying attention. Believe me, this is not a hoax. This is for real. During my career in nursing, I worked mostly in hospitals, but I mostly worked later on down the line in nursing home facilities with elderly people and Alzheimer's patients. And we've had a couple of scares, epidemic scares like SARS, um, Legionnaire's disease. But you heard about it on TV for a couple of weeks and it went away because it was contained, because they took 
protocol. They put people in isolation and isolated those people from everybody else. So they were unable to catch it once you realize someone had it and they were tested and had it. Now, in this case, with this pandemic, no one's being isolated. You know, they're not even taking the time to throw in a mask to come out in public. They had a shutdown here in Pennsylvania and New York and New Jersey in March. And these people couldn't wait to get out of, well, to understand, I wanted to go outside too, but they couldn't wait to go back to work and open their stores. And they, and they pressured the governor so much that he eventually opened a little bit of time. And look what we got. We have a surge again. New York has a surge again. And look at these southern states. It's unreal. It's unfathomable. I don't understand why the Congress or someone can't stop this man from just blatantly sitting on TV every day and lying to the public that this is going away and it's going away and the numbers are steady climbing every day. Children have 300, I just saw today, 300,000 kids have died. No one's talking about that over the United States. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Let's let's talk about the schools because I was watching the news today and I saw that some schools are, which this is going to be interesting because the one school area they mentioned was Maryland. They're going to start doing school outside. So, of course, when it snow or when it rain up in Maryland, that's going to be treacherous. And this is what they said regarding that situation. They said that they want the parents to just dress the kids according to the weather. So I'm like, okay, we know from being up north that Maryland gets snowstorms, and I, I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, that might work right now because it's hot, but I don't know if that's a temporary solution or not. But I know a lot of my friends who are in California, they're really worried about their kids and grandkids going to school, especially the little kids, because with my twin grandkids, they like to talk and socialize. They ain't trying to keep their mask on the whole day, even if they know that they're supposed to. That's just being kids. So I don't know about that. I got 13 great-grandkids, and they walk up to me and say, Grandma would snot running and take their back of their hand and wipe it upside their face and wipe it on me. <laughs> I understand what's for my grandkids, because I know. Well, I think, yeah. I think that this is going to be something that we really, really need to have people calling to Congress and Senates and stuff. I mean, they, I'm, everybody home, even if, like, I work from home, so everybody home, they could get on, they can tweet on Facebook and Twitter, and I mean, not tweet on Facebook, but they could do Facebook and Twitter and all those other things. So I'm like, come on, y'all. If it's social media we need to use to get the attention of people, I'm okay with that. But my thing is, just do it. What? are you doing but like they were saying on one of the uh, shows i was watching people stand in line for material things but they won't take 10 15 minutes to go and complain about this because we need to make this change ourselves because if we don't make it ourselves we're in trouble we i mean and at least you tried that's the thing people got to try the past six months we have we have no one to count on but ourselves but people got to do it Yep. Well, I just think that we got to do it right now, and and, and, it's, and it's people just die by the handfuls, and you can't tell me that somehow, somewhere, 
everyone at this point with 163,000 people dead, it hasn't hit almost every family. Yeah, somebody at least, even if it's not a family member, it's a friend. Because people even post on Facebook after the fact, oh, I just want to let y'all know I had it. And then they say they're okay. Or they'll send a picture of being in the bed in the hospital actually saying this is my situation now. And I'm like, I've seen that. So I know that somebody has seen at least or know of someone who has caught it. But my concern is the fact that when I go out, we go out strictly for food. And when we go out, or I go to Home Depot, I do do that, and Walmart for different supplies. But my thing is this, when we go out, we are stunned of how many people here in Georgia do not wear masks. They look at us like we are crazy. But right now just looking out my window. I'm just saying. Looking out my window. And, you know, and I'm just going to uh, say this about all that is, we're coming up on the flu season. The flu season starts around the second week of September. That's when I would start giving out flu shots. Uh, uh, I advise everyone to get a flu shot. If you're over 65, get a Dumovac shot. That'll help you with pneumonia. I give you a cold. But it's, it's, it's some kind of protection for you. Please wear a mask when you go out yes. in public. When you can step out your door... You don't know the mailman might just have been there since you're still floating around. Please put masks on when you walk out the door. Please try to keep yourself as far away from people as you can, because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Flu season is coming. The coronavirus is up in 5 million. 5 million cases. That's crazy. No, that's crazy. So now it's flu season is coming, and it's going to be double that, because... Everything you have with those symptoms of a cold, they're going to assume it's coronavirus. More people are going to be going to the hospital. More kids are going to get sick because they're in school. So get out now. You can't store by some chloroxy or some uh, and all that because you're about to be in the house for a long time. Believe that. Yeah. Because all this... Yeah, that's going to be an interesting total if they tell the truth. The only thing is they may not tell the total because people are going back to different cities and you got the people that was in the different um, industries where they were entertained. Uh, they had to deal with people. For, I mean, they had to deal with it too, the, pe the people that were serving this. I want, I want people to stop watching um, Peggy and Dave on Channel 11 and start watching Joe and Mika on <coughs> Seriously. Well, you can't tell people what to watch, but uh, the thing is, you're giving them information of where they can go and see. I'm suggesting it because they're giving you, they're telling you what they need to say and what they're told to say. These people are telling you what's going on for real. You need to know what's going on for your life because your life really depends on it. You may think it doesn't, but your life and your children and your mom and your dad and your cousin and your boyfriend and your girlfriend, their lives depend on having been educated on this virus. Oh, I agree with that. I agree. If you don't know what's going on, you can't help anybody. You can't help yourself. Yeah, I just really want people to want to. Because you know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I got grandkids that think that they're kind of nauseous about it, too. And, you know, and I'd be on their case, and they probably feel like I'm grandma get preaching. I'm preaching because I want you to live. I want to outlive none of you all. Because it's dangerous. Okay. It's dangerous. All right. It's dangerous. So, <coughs> I said my piece. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I appreciate that. And like I was saying, I wanted to talk to you because I know you've been a nurse forever, all my life anyway, most of it. And I know that you would give advice as a professional and as a person that got family members and, and kids, grandkids, and how the school is the issue. By the way, how is the school situation there? Now, we've been fortunate that the twins here in Fulton County, Georgia, are doing online school. So that's something that we're really thankful for. Well, that, that uh, the public schools, they're trying to um, pass out, um, like, Chromebooks, whatever, to all the kids to go to school, so they have the option of working from home. And some children will probably be going back to school in a staggered, trying to make some staggered schedule somehow, only a few people here at a time. So hopefully, it'll be okay, but I guess, I know one thing about where I live. If their kids start getting sick, one of them, they're pulling everybody. Well, so are they saying that they're going back to school? What are they saying right now about them going back to school this year? Children go back to school, and, and neither does the uh, neither does the teachers. They don't want to go back. So what did they decide? They're safe enough. But what did they decide? They're kind of giving them their own choice. They're giving them options: either go back to school and work standard, or work online. Okay, so here's the here's the problem that. They are they are threatening places if they don't go back to school of taking funding. Wait a minute, taking funding from them, and so that's putting pressure on people who want to kiss butt and want to make sure they can get money. But see, the sad part is a lot of people don't understand that the decision makers don't have kids in public school, and so they're having a whole different situation. And they going not only go to private school. Some even have tutors, and they have a, a way to separate rate the people that is under what is required and the public schools don't have that and they're not giving them the money to do it. That's where the problem is because I guarantee you parents want their kids in school. Kids miss their friends. Not just that though. They want not just that. They want to, not just that though. They want them to learn and socialize with friends because that's what it's about. It's a normal phase of their life. It's normal. It's normal. And I believe it will be quickly not to be able to socialize with your friends. Sure it will be, but you got to look at it, just got to wait to play it. Do I want my child sick and unprotected, or do I want to be home where I feel they're safer and just get a little knowledge they can get by way of computer, and hopefully just they'll get a handle on this before the... Yeah, the semester's over, and we can get our kids back to school safely. Well, check this out. Wait, check this out. Someone sent me an article, and I, actually it was a, I should have played it, where I don't know what country in Asia it is, but what they've decided to do was do the virtual teaching, just like they could do in the classrooms where they can actually interact with the teacher through, I don't know, they may they may even be doing that here, but I know this is a big thing in Asia. They sent me an article and a, a, a clip on it, and I'm thinking, why can't we do that? That sounds logical. You know, now that you mentioned it, my granddaughter did say that the school that Chase goes to, that they're, they're trying to do, because their school is part of Pennsylvania Public Schools, they're trying to do the same schools but it's a different kind of school they have a small amount of kids they get more one-on-one with the teachers so i believe that they're, they're going to do that but I okay other schools are here you know what I mean? well i think that they they need to make it they need to make an announcement y'all should know well y'all should just know well they took a vote like two fridays ago or something and they came up with the well i just told you um some kids will come some kids won't and the ones who don't, they'll, they'll get computers to take home, you know, and they'll do virtual learning and from home. 
So hopefully that will work out for a while and no one will get sick. I'm just praying. I'm, I'm saying what I'm so worried about more than anything else. I want the kids to go back to school because, you know, parents need a break for them kids. And I'm going to be honest with you. My granddaughter showed me her math. And I was looking crazy because I didn't know what the hell to do with it. Because it's not the way I learned math. So I was no help to her. You know what I mean? So I need these kids to go back to school for their own sanity. They need to socialize again. They need to go to their cheering practice. They need to do all that stuff they do. But until somebody comes up with the safe way to do it, and somebody puts a, puts a stop to the surge of this pandemic, it's never going to be the same. And I'm going to tell you something. Three or four months from now, it's going to be so out of control, nobody's going to be able to stop it. Well... I'm going to close on this note. I hope that somehow they let Dr. Fauci and all the other experts figure this out. And they were showing some people. Well, let me just close my show out and say this. We're going to see how it goes. And we're going to address it again, I'm sure. But I want to thank you for coming on the show. And I appreciate you, um, you know, just telling the listeners what they need to know and how serious it really is. And I'm going to tell the listeners, if you like to get in touch with our organization, you can email us at ladiespromotingtransparentadvo at gmail.com. Or you can send me an email for the podcast at podcasthostshadepotay19 at gmail.com. Please follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter name is at Advocacy Ladies, and that's capital A in Advocacy and capital L in Ladies. Or give us a call at 404-855-7723. And you know I like to end my show with the big question. What do you have to say? Thank you for tuning in. Bye.